So I grew up Catholic. Didn't really know God much though. Did communion, did confirmation, did the sacraments because that's what you're supposed to do. I met a guy and his his family was Christian. They were Christian in a way that I've never seen. You know, they actually loved Jesus. They actually walked as if they knew him. It was very normal in their house to talk about Jesus. So I've worship music playing or something like that. Immediately I called Joanna. I said, Joanna, this and this just happened. I've got to get baptized. But after work, I went to their house and I got baptized in their bathtub. She is an author. I would like to welcome Francesca Bellani. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Toby Zappia and I'm your host. And I'm your host, Susan Zappia. And this is What God Has Done. Where miracles unleash faith. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Toby Zappia. I'm your host. This podcast is called What God Has Done, brought to you by The Christian Journal Co. We have a special guest here, and I'm so excited to announce her. She is an author, and she's already writing her second book. Her first book is called The Divine Trial. She is also in the worship team. She's got a voice to worship the Lord, and she's a Bible college student at Freedom School of Ministries. I would like to welcome Francesca Bellani. Thank you, guys. So good to be here. I'm very happy to be here. So awesome. Thanks mm. for... Um Thanks for saying yes and um, and joining us on the potty. We go where the Lord leads us. Amen. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So what what's been going on, man? Like what's what, what's been happening in the in the land of you writing books mm. and, and and all the rest of it? What, what what's been happening? Well, since I published in March um, my book, The Divine Trial, as Susan mentioned, um, I've been working on a second book. It's a murder mystery mm. set in Christmas, nineteen twenties New York. It's um yeah it's it's a cozy mystery it's it's like a who done it okay yeah so it's it's fun it's exciting I'm set to hopefully release that mid December we'll Ooh. see how we go in Jesus name yes um and yeah so that, that's a, that's all I've been working on lately really other that and just living for the Lord that's so that's good all. Yeah. that's so good yeah you know what's it like writing a book. Is it That's like a is, big question. Is, it, is it like the yeah. movies where you get writer's block and there's a lot of pressure with timelines? Like, what's it like writing a book? Yeah, you know what? I feel like they really make it a really depressing thing in the movies. Okay. They make it like it's your biggest <laughs> enemy. Yeah. Like, you really question why they even write in the movies. Like, if it's this bad, why are you writing? Yeah, you know? yeah. But actually, you know, it can be like that sometimes. I'm not going to discredit that. It can be very hard, but it's only ever hard when you're trying to force it. And when you're trying to do it all in yourself, yeah, that's the only time when it's hard. So it's like writing in itself, it's incredible to be able to glorify the Lord in that way um, and to use your words and to get revelations in writing because there's such a truth that you can get in writing, you know? And I struggled with um, writing fiction because it was like, okay, I should be talking about Jesus. I should be sharing the gospel. How am I going to do that when I'm making up some story? It's not real. Like, how you know, how am I going to mm. weave Jesus into all these stories without making it look so fake and so forced and so ugly, you know? Because, yeah. yeah. you know, if, I, if I'm a Christian, if that was me, I'd put the book down. Yes. I wouldn't even okay. like it. And I love Jesus. Yeah. Says, I'm not even reading the book, you know? Um, and so 
I had to learn that there's so much truth in in the Lord, like the, the fruits of the spirit, love and peace mm. and joy and, and patience and long suffering, all those things, they all stem from him. Yeah. So if I'm writing on those themes, even themes on grief and everything, you can still weave Jesus and his truth into that, mm. you know, and still glorify him in that. Yeah. You know? Do you, do you find that your writing, so you're typing away and the Holy mm. Spirit just takes over and you start like... Oh, yeah, on. man. Yeah, you, you sit there for yeah. like hours just typing away. That, that that happened to me last week. I yeah. smashed out. I don't know how I did this. I have no idea, honestly. Yeah. I wrote 6,500 words in like, in that day, like I was like, I need to get as much as I can done. And I somehow I smashed out that many words. I was like, oh, that's, that's great. But there was this one time when I was writing The Divine Trial, um, there was this one scene I remember writing and it was about uh, something, something, very deep was happening in my main character's life. His name's Isaac Stewart. He's a criminal defense lawyer. And something was just, something was hitting home for him. Yeah. And as I'm writing this, it's like God was freeing me as I'm writing it through this character. And I was, and I'm, I'm weeping writing this scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what is going on? Like, you know, the Lord's touching like, you. Yeah. Well. As I'm yeah. trying to write, and I'm like, God, but he's like, keep writing. I'm like, all right. And I've kept going. <laughs> But it was just awesome to see the way that it, it was like God was showing me, yeah, I'm going to use your writing for others, but I'm also going to use it for you. Yeah. I'm also going to free you in it. I'm also going to give you revelation in it, you know? Um, so it was blessing me while I was trying to bless other people. That's so good. Yeah. What, um, I guess the question here is, um, what made you start writing? Well, it started, it started when I was young. It started like I had the passion there, you know, and I was obsessed with this book in um, early high school and it was some fantasy book. I won't even read it now. But in the time, I was just obsessed with this book. And it's, it brought out these emotions in me mm. that didn't make sense. You know, there's a quote by Neil Gaiman, this author, who, who says that fiction is a lie that tells the truth. You know? And that always stuck with me. So as I'm obsessed with this book, I'm looking at the, I, I'm feeling all these things from this book. I get to the end of it. I'm crying. I'm depressed <laughs> over the characters. I'm like... You know, just distraught. Emotionally invested. Emotionally gone. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes. wrecked. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not real. These characters aren't real. This storyline doesn't exist. Nothing actually happened. Okay. In real life, nothing happened, but I feel like something happened. Yeah. yeah. I feel like something in me, like I'm pulling out all these emotions and I was just wondering, how did this author do this? Mm. How can you even do this? Yeah. You know. Mm. And I came to this realization that I just I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to pluck away things, you know, rip off the layers for people and rip out raw emotion from people this way. Yeah. You know, I wanted. To, I, I was so fascinated by words. I still am. And that's where it started. You know, I loved books when I was little, and you know, but this is where I was like, okay, I want to do this now. You know, and so then um, a few years ago, no, sorry, I think it was two years ago, uh, I was at a Bible study. And before this Bible study, I was asking God, God, do you even want me to do this? Like, do you even want me to write? Like, I know I want to write, but do you want me to write? You know, and um, I got to this Bible study and we were told by our, our pastors, it was, we're doing a spiritual gifting test. And well, cool, this is kind of exciting, yeah, kind of see what's, you know, what I'm gifted in. <laughs> and the first one that came out was craftsmanship, you know? Yeah. So we got asked, you get, it's, I think it's like 80-something questions or whatever it is, and whatever it adds up to, it's like, okay, you, this is where you're gifted in. 
because this is where you lean towards with every question. And so it came out as craftsmanship. And that for me was a confirmation, you know, because I was like, as I'm asking God, you know, is this, you know, suddenly the one creative gifting was the number one. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, God. <laughs> now I know it's you. Where do we go from here? That's right. You know? Um, and then that's where it just kicked off. It was okay. Now I had that foundation that, yeah, this is the yes from, from God that I needed. Mm-hmm. Now I can start to plan to write. And then that's how the divine trial came out. It's, um, it, it's such a good story, but um, I want to touch on this. It's funny how you said you're reading a book and the characters aren't real. <laughs> the storyline's not real. Oh, but, yeah, you know where I'm going with I this, don't you? Going, yes. and, um, and you felt an emotion towards... Um, mm. And my, my wife loves to do this with movies. I'm so intrigued I'll by this. My TV wife show. would love to watch a TV show. Yeah. And pray for the people. I pray for the characters. Pray, pray for the for villains <laughs> in, in, the, in the TV show. The villain that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I get so emotionally invested. I'm like, you don't understand. That is amazing. She needs Jesus. We need to pray for her. And we pray before we go to bed. I'm like, let's pray for this character. And he's like... It's not real. Like we can pay for the actor, but the <laughs> character in this movie it isn't alive. And, like, I remember we watched a TV show. I'm not going to name it. But, um, it's like, I was so emotionally invested that yeah. for months I was just thinking about this character and praying for her. Like, what a beautiful heart, man. That is beautiful. Come on. <laughs> it was really on my heart. You know? Anyway, wow. Toby. It's a bit That's hard. beautiful. But, <laughs> no, but that's so great because but it is, yeah, I just read a book recently about yeah. that. It was called Film to Faith or something like that from some, some guy in Sydney. I forgot his name. But anyway, and he was talking about that, about how you can reach people through film. Yeah. And how like you can preach the gospel through film because like there's so many elements in there because it's mm. still a story. Yeah. And how did Jesus, a lot of the time Jesus was speaking in parables. That's right. He was speaking in story because there was something in there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the best storyteller there is. That's right. Yeah. You know, so there is something in that. Whether it's acted, whether it's written, whether it's spoken, yeah. Yeah. it has an impact. That's right. And, like, we've, we've spoken about this before on other episodes, but, like, God tells us to remember. He tells all of the Israelites in the Bible to remember mm. and remember all the stories where he's taking them, for example, the Israelites out of yeah. Egypt. You know, we have the parting of the sea with Moses and that's the drawing on the wall on the right. Um, it's beautiful. So, like, God is always calling us to remember. And how mm. do we remember? We tell the story. Mm to our kids mm. and then their kids tell it to their kids and it's passed on like yeah. generationally, right? Yeah. Before they had the Bible, they were just telling stories. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, just repeating of stories and that's how it got passed down Yeah, generation to generation. It's very practical as well, isn't it? Because you can say, oh, remember. But okay, oh, yeah, I'll remember it. But if it's not actually brought to your attention, you're not remembering it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. That, I think that's why Ham is in so much, remember, because I know you're going to forget. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> remember, you know, this, this, this and this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. so great. How did we get here? No, about you <laughs> praying for characters <laughs> out pray. of the film. But I mean, how did you, how did you find the Lord, man? So I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really know God much though. It was just like, yeah, you go to school, got religion class, you know, did communion, did confirmation, did the sacraments because that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. You know, Italian background. Yeah, that's yeah. It's expected. I hear you, man. Oh, the man. Bible's there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I met a guy and his, his family was Christian, you know, and they were Christian in a way that I've never seen. They actually talked about Jesus. You know, they actually loved Jesus. They actually walked as if they knew him, you know, 
It was it was very normal in their house to talk about Jesus. So I have worship music playing or something like that. Um, and so that I started dating this guy and that opened it up for me to just ask questions. And, I, and we'd talk about it and we'd do Bible study. And eventually they got me my own Bible, which was incredible. Um, and so now I had this, my own Bible. You know, it wasn't one that I was forced to get on the school book list, mm-hmm. you know, for religion class. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like my own. And eventually I just started reading it. I started going through and I started... God started opening my eyes to a lot of scripture in there, you know, and he started um, in my home situation. He just used the Bible as a way to comfort me and teach me and help me to understand my situation from what, how he was seeing it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like God was showing me, you know, this is, might be what's going on, but this is what I'm going to do through it because I've done it through all this other stuff. Yeah, well, you know, why would it be any different for you? Mm-hmm. You know? And... From there, like we broke up um, eventually, me and that guy, but I just, it, God was still there, you know, and he kept, he kept pulling it on my heart every time I tried to pull away. Cause at that point I hadn't fully committed yet. Yeah. You know, it was kind of just like, yeah, I'm reading the word. I'm excited. You you're know, you're you, on a journey. Yeah. Right? And you get G'd up at the start. You're like, oh yeah. And then the world kicks in. You're young. Yeah. You know, so there's clubbing, there's fr- like the influence of your friends that's around you, the music you're listening to, my goodness. Um, but he always kept pulling me back. Always. I knew like, I cannot get away from this. This is where I need to be. I need to be with God, mm. you know? Um, and so I got to this point where I just wanted him in every, in every avenue. So my music changed. You know, when I was dating that guy, his brother used to drive us around and, and play Christian music. He'd play Lecrae and he'd play Andy Minio. And I would, I would gather all those songs. I would never ask him. I was too shy to ask what the song was I shazam straight away I was like and I'd pray that the song didn't end before I was able to shazam it how good's Lecrae he just oh yeah he just set up for the whole rap R&B hip hop industry yeah he just opened it up for Christians to say hey man it's all good it doesn't have to be about guns and being in the hood yeah it can be about the hood but it's got to be about Jesus man you know and he's yeah, he, he's really, and he's brought a lot mm. of people up, you know. Mm. Listening to him showed me that. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Praise yeah. God. Like, I, 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 that's how it kind of started as well. I'd like, I'd be listening to, to Lecrae, I'd listen to Andy Minio, a little bit of NF, you know, and that kind of built it up. It was like, okay, I don't have to listen to the, the worldly music. I don't have to listen to Drake, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd still hear in there because, like, you know, it's, it's everywhere. Um, but I, I, I had grew this distaste for it, mm. you know? And I could, from listening to that kind of music to then going back to like secular kind of music, I could see the difference between the two, like how it would affect me, yeah. you know? Yeah. How my day would change or the, the way my thoughts would change yeah. mm-hmm. or the way like, the way I'd step differently compared, to, like from listening to some Christian music compared to some secular music, you know? Um, and so it was, it was great. Did, did your parents notice this change? Were you living at home and did they notice mm. you doing things differently? Did they question anything? Were they supportive? What was that like at home? I, they, I think at that time I isolated myself more because I didn't want them to disrupt what I had going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it. It's, it's, it might sound funny, but I didn't want them to infect what I was doing with God. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to keep it pure. Exactly. I wanted to keep it pure. I was like, this is just me and God. I was happy with my little bubble. You know, I was fine with cutting people out. I was fine with cutting everything out because I just wanted to stay with him, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Um, 
and I'd get angry if they like if they just walked into my room. I'd be like, like you're ruining it. Like, you, <laughs> get out. It's like a secret place, secret time with the Lord. He says, close the door, close the door. That's <laughs> exactly how it was. Um, but yeah, that, look, there was some there was some backlash from it because obviously they they weren't committed like that. They they didn't um, encourage it. You know, it was strange to them mm-hmm. because they didn't do it themselves. Yeah, you know. Um, but hey, at least I wasn't going to another church. You know, as I'm still under the Catholic umbrella, and every time I'd say I'm not Catholic anymore, you know, I just follow Jesus. You know, but I'm not following the Pope, but I love Jesus. Like, oh, so you're leaving the church? It's not how it works. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, the church was the body. But yeah, yeah. He did. He did amazing there. And look, there was a lot of um, a lot of separation between me and my family at that at that point. So I didn't even. I, I even on a, like a personal level, I didn't even want to be around them much, to be honest. Mm. And so he was my safety net. Yeah. He was my comfort. I leaned on him. Mm. You know, he's my father. I leaned on him. You know, and he would just reveal more and more to me. But it got to a point where I can't just stay me and me and you anymore, God. As much as I wanted it, I really wanted it, you know. But then I got to a point where I was just sad that it was just me and him. Yeah. Because like I'd have, I'd go out with friends and I'd go home and I'd feel drained, you know. Like you know when you go out with with people that are like so deep in the world that it like you, it literally sucks the life out of you, mm. you know. And I, I'd go, I'd, and I'm wrecked when I get home. Not we, like we didn't even do anything. We just hung out at the house. <laughs> but I'm wrecked, you know. Yeah. And that's what it was getting to the to that point. And I was like, all right, God. I feel a bit different. I feel like I don't have any community to talk to about this. That's fine. You know, it's kind of sad. I kind of, like, what am I going to do? But if it's just me and you, God, that's fine. You know, I'm happy to just have you. You know, if, if i got to cut everyone else out, that's fine. You know, but he, even that he, he heard and he mm-hmm. answered, you know, like, because I, I, I didn't want anyone, but I did want people. Yeah. Because you naturally do. Yeah. You know, you want the unity. We're created to be in a community, That's right. right? We're not created to be solo. I mean, look at Adam. I'll God make you created a helper. Adam mm. and God made him a helper. Yeah. And I believe, like, being in the church body, like, you don't just see a finger off on, on the table. Like, a finger belongs to a hand, which belongs to an yeah. arm, which belongs to a body. Like, you just... <laughs> There's no the unity, right? Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if there is, it's not moving much because yeah. it's not You're connected like, to the other bands, right? So I just, mm. I feel like, I feel like I can relate because there was a part where me and Jesus were just like, I just wanted to be with Jesus all the time, mm. four or five hours mm. on my knees in my living room. And if it could just be me and Jesus and I didn't have to leave the house and speak to anyone, that would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Amen. <laughs> Until the Lord was like, there are so many lost people out there. Yeah. Hurry up and get your butt out You're there and start mission. telling them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right then. That's a fine. Yeah. I'll go. Not only that, yeah. but your community. Yeah. So yeah. how did you find a church community? So I had been working in one, I was working in Preston. And then where I was working, they built up a new store in Water Garden Shopping Centre in Taylor's Lakes. And I was, I was at this Preston store for a few years and I just, I got to a point where I was like, I need to go. You know, I, it's like, it's like the season had ended. I felt like God was pushing me out, <clears throat> excuse me. And it was time to go. So I volunteered. I was like, guys, it was, it was, it seemed a bit out of the way at first, you know, it's a bit further out from where, where I live. I'm like, All right, you know, it's pushing it a bit, but I feel like God wants me though. 
something's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, was, I volunteered. I was like, guys, send me there. It's fine. Um, and I started there, you know, and and this is the lockdown started. So they had opened up the store April 2020 and lockdown started like immediately like we were shut down, you know. So, but we could only do takeaway. Mm-hmm. So we'd have takeaway coffees and whatnot. And our pastors, so lead pastors of Freedom Center West, they would come in all the time. I didn't know them as that at that, at that point. They were just Pierre and Joanna. But um, they would come in like every day and come and get coffee. And over time, you know, you, anyone in hospitality knows you start to get to know the regulars. Mm. You know, it's like, mm. hey, you know, Joanna, hey, Pierre, you know. And um, over time, I mentioned something about God. What coffee did they drink? I, they both would get almond latte with bond sugar. Both? The both same. of them. Oh, wow. So equally, sometimes equally I'll, yoked. Equal, amen, <laughs> amen. Yeah, and Joanna, and you're equally one. yoked, even in the coffee. Well done, guys. <laughs> if you're watching this, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, and and eventually I said something about God, and then they're like, "Oh, are you Christian?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, oh, we're pastors. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, and I've never met a pastor. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't even know how to say the word. Pastor, pastor, I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was my dilemma back then. <laughs> and um, the next time they came in, she gave me a, like her business card or some card. And it had um, her name, her number. She said, get in contact, like, you know, message me, you know. And she was beautiful. Such a lovely, like, she just loved on me constantly. It was amazing. And that's the only reason I actually came. Because mm. as soon as that point hit, there was so much resistance. There was so much against me going to church. It was insane. <clears throat> it was like, so I, I ended up reaching out, I messaged her and she started to invite me to like Bible study. Oh, we got church Sunday, it's at 10 a.m., you know? And it's like, everything in me was like, no, no. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> and there was, there'd be this like, uh, like exaggerated fear you know, mm-hmm. and just like this, I can't, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't go, you know? And, and it was so strange because I gave into it. Like I let it, I, I wanted this community. I wanted it. But then suddenly this pride took over. Suddenly mm-hmm. it was like, God, I've done this this whole time with just you. I don't need anyone. You know, <laughs> I can keep going just with you. I don't need these people to help me. I don't need them to teach me. Mm. What now? Now, now I gotta trust them, you know? Like that was that was what would go through my head. I don't need to trust these people, you know. Mm. And at the start, I'd like question the motive, like why does she want me to come, you know? And like everything, you know. I've told her this, you know. It's it's funny now, but it's it's incredible the way the enemy tries to send all these questions into your head yeah. Yeah. to get you to question, just doubt, doubt. everything, you know. Mm. Just that doubt, and it's like, and it doesn't even give you like an outright thing, like they're trying to do this. It's what if they're trying to do this. Yeah. What if that, you know? And and so eventually I got to the point where, and it wasn't just resistance in that way. It was like family resistance, like attacks from everywhere. Yeah. And every time I got to the point of me going to say Bible study, I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go. An excuse would come up, you know? And, and it wasn't even like an excuse that actually made sense. It was like, I could have still gone, but I was like, oh yeah, and I, I can't, I'm just a bit tired. And it's like, it's like 5 p.m. Yeah. Like, you know, I could have had a nap and then gone or something. I've got right? work in the morning. I've got work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was, yeah, and so I just kept making excuses. But then I got to this point where I was like, it was like God was telling me, you're not getting any further unless you go. Wow. Mm. You know, like I'd be getting in the word and I'm like, God, what do I feel so stuck? What do I feel so lost? What, you know, and he was just telling me, go, mm-hmm. go. 
I'm telling you to go, but you're not going. Yeah. You know, you want an answer, but it's there. Every every sheep needs a shepherd. Amen. You know, um, and I just felt like saying that. Um, every, you know, if you are going to be a sheep in the kingdom of God, you need you need a shepherd. You need someone, and obviously, you know, Jesus is our is our shepherd, right? But on earth, we need a we need a shepherd. You know, to to tell us where to go, if we're wandering off, if we're just eating in the same um, patch of grass, you know, constantly. So, hey, just move over there. There's some fresh grass over there. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Do you not see this fresh grass? Yeah, this fresh <laughs> grass. Stop eating here. <laughs> There's not just the book of Matthew. There's John. There's <laughs> John. And Luke and Mark. Uh, <laughs> There's other gospels. <laughs> it's all one, but yeah, yeah it's the same. Amen. Story. Psalm twenty three. The That's Lord it. is my shepherd; That's I shall not want. And yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that um, whole chapter because it just reminds me of this. Because like, like where it says, you know, David made such a good point. I'd, I'd always miss it. You know, where it'd say, um, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you're with mm. me. Mm. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Yeah. You know, and you think about that. It's like I'd, I'd question his rod and his staff comfort. Like, did he get beaten up? What's going on? You know, <laughs> but he enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, but like, like you're saying, the shepherd, like the the rod and the staff, like that was used by the shepherd. That's to discipline and guide and direct. Yeah. You know, so it's like David was talking about conviction. Yeah. And how that was a comfort. Mm. That was actually comforting. Yeah. You know, and so in that time, I, I felt the conviction of God going like, you're lying to them. That's what you're doing. You got to go. You yeah. know, the fact that, and, and and that's another thing as well. Anytime you're doing something that's against God, something's wrong. Like you can't justify a lie. That's right. You know, I can't be like, oh, but like, you know, it's just, you just can't do it. So, so it's like, clearly I had to be there. Mm-hmm. He was he was leading me there. And, and the fact that there was so much resistance was evidence to me, the enemy doesn't want me here. Mm. You know, yeah. the fact that he's pushing so much against me means that's exactly what I need to be. Yeah. You know? Exactly right. That's yeah. so good that you noticed that. Mm. And so... How long did this take till you got there? Months. Oh my gosh. Matt, months. months. This was months. Months. <laughs> <laughs> it took months, man. Months. Don't wait like I did. Eating in that patch. <laughs> I got down to stubborn the soil. Sheep, stubborn, stubborn sheep. <laughs> I was stubborn. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Because you know what? When you've grown up in a certain way and, and it's only been you and God, and that was, it was like that for years, you know, and like even before that, I felt like it was just me alone. Mm. in my room there's no one else I can go to so I'm like I got this on my own mm. you know yep. but as, as soon as I started going and I remember the, I remember the, I went to a Bible study was the first thing I went to I hadn't gone to church yet and Pierre was there he was at their house and he was telling me he was telling everyone but I feel like he was just telling me you know like kept looking looking at me as if like yeah everyone else is here but like I'm trying to tell you you know and he was saying you know the people who get the most out of this are the ones that commit I see the ones that come and go but the ones who are in this consistently are the ones that see something yeah that's so true Mm. so how did you break through to actually go the first time to the Bible study? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was a Bible study. You didn't go to church. You went to a Bible study. That first, was, right? It was first Bible study. Okay. Because yeah. I was working on Sunday. So, so what changed? 
How did you break through? How did you combat How'd the How did you enemy? get through that fear and those thoughts of doubt? Hmm. It was literally that of recognising that I need to be here and just saying, no, I'm not going to listen mm. to what it's trying to tell me. Like, I know I'm going to be here. I might be tired. I might be this, might be that. I might be angry. I might be frustrated. You know, all this is going on, but I'm just going to go. Mm. I was literally, I told my flesh no, and I just went. It was not about me wanting to go anymore. It's not like I've got to get in the in the mode to go. It's not like I've got to hype myself up. It's not like I've got to wait till I feel good. It was just just go because you know you got to be here. And if I delay it anymore, just why, why would you want to delay it anymore? Mm-hmm. Mm. The the consequences that come out comes out of that. You know, I got told recently that there was a quote by by Bill Johnson, and he said, uh, "Delayed disobedience, no, delayed obedience is disobedience." Yes. You know, that's exactly what I was doing. Um, I was just disobeying. Yeah. And I didn't want to disobey anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And that's what it came to. Yeah. That's so good. So what was it like when you got there? At that Bible So study? much love. Yeah. So much love. Just so much peace. I, like, as soon as I got there, it was, it all washed off. It was like the peace I walked into, the love that was there, they were so happy to see me, you know, it was like, but there was, there was just so much love there. Like, and it wasn't fake. It was like this, it's not like, oh, we're trying to add a number to the, to the Bible study. It was just this genuine love, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. And you don't see that. Yeah. It's not normal, you know? Yes. It's not normal. Yeah. Now it is. <laughs> Praise God. But, but it, was that, it was that love that you saw in them when they were coming to the store. Mm. And it was that yeah. same love you saw in me when you went to the Yeah, Bible it was study. like these yeah. people, like this is just how these people are. Yeah. yeah they're not faking it. This is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is the real deal. <laughs> this is the real deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was incredible just to see. And mm. I wanted to just, I just wanted to stay there. Mm. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. You know? That's so good for yeah. someone not wanting to go, didn't want to leave. But that's Christ in mm. us that mm. allows us to do that. You know, that's the Holy mm. Spirit in us, you know, that, that allows, um, you know, Amen. us as, as the body of Christ to love believers and non-believers, you know. Mm. That's the point of difference between people who don't have Christ in them mm. and people who do, Yeah, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, you're, tell us about your transformation. So did you commit straight away or did you, was there a bit of push mm. and pull? Was there baptism? That, that's a funny story. I kept saying no to baptism. <laughs> okay. Because it was the same situation. I was like, I don't need it. I don't get it. Why do I go to baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even that. It was like, it's not even that, oh, I've already been baptized. It was that I don't get why I need to be baptized. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get what it means to, for, to dunk myself in, in some water. Yeah. Like, what's the change? Yep. You know? And so I had started going to, to Bible study and I started going to church. Like, and, and sparingly, I was going to church because. I was still working at this point and it was covering, you know, hospitality weekends, you know? And so every maybe second, third Sunday, I would be able to make it to church. Um, and so with baptism, I remember I went to Joanna's house. I'd got, I'd been in this period of like a few months where I was like, I feel like I can't focus. Like I cannot focus whatever God wants me to do. It's like, it's like, I can't break through. There's something that's like blocking me. I, like all these things I'm feeling, like, I just, I just can't grab hold, you know? Mm. And I'm like, what is it? I'm talking to God. I'm like, what do I do? You know? And so I went to Joanna's house and I sat with her and I was telling her everything I've just said. And I did not expect the answer she was going to give me, but she said, I think you need to get baptized. Mm. And I was like, nah. <laughs> You're like, not for me. <laughs> not, thank you, but I'm all right. Nah, it was, she said that. And I was like, I was like, oh, and I still asked. I was like, oh, okay, you know, 
I let her talk about it and I was, it's not even like I was against it. It was, I just didn't understand, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, from that point, I started looking at like scripture. I started looking at the Bible app. I was trying to find everything I could on baptism because I'm like, I want to understand this, you know? If, if people are doing it, I'm like, why are they doing it? Mm-hmm. There's got to be something in it. Jesus did it. Yep. Why did he do it? Mm-hmm. What is it about it, you know? And so I'm, I'm looking through... I'm seeing con- some conflicting things, something about like it's a public declaration. And then I'm thinking to myself, but it's not about like, it, it shouldn't, it's just about Jesus, you know? Haven't I already been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Does that mean I'm not hearing from God? Like, what, what you know, I had this whole like catast- catastrophe happening and I left it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't consider it anymore. I was like, oh, it's got to be something else, you know? The answer's got to be something else. Yeah. And then I went to the gym. And I'm talking to some guy at the reception. He's talking about the law of attraction. And I'm telling him, yeah, well, I'll, I'll look at what's in the Bible. You know, the Bible says um, sowing and reaping. That's a principle I like to look at. Like, oh, yeah, we had a chat. Anyway, see you later. I went upstairs to start stretching, whatever. And some guy is just lingering around me, yeah, upstairs. And I'm thinking, oh, what's going on here? You know, I tried to put on like an angry, an angry, an angry face because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to look approachable. I, I had, <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I was like, I know what's going on here, but I don't want to welcome it. You know. Yeah. Anyway, just, just for the viewers, this is all pre-baptism. This, yes. Okay, this is pre-baptism. <laughs> yes, no, this is true. Um, and then he eventually came up to me. So he, the way he was going was like he was slowly making his way over. Yeah. And I was like, eventually he's going to reach me. So he reached me and he just said, um, so yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, it's, I don't hear people talking like that, you know. It's really cool to hear people talking like that. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, talking about the Bible, you know, so openly. And I was like, oh, that's sad. People should talk about it more, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I don't know why I get to tell you this. I don't tell you people this, but when I got baptised, I was able to focus and I was able, and everything I had said to Joanna <laughs> is what this guy's saying. Come yeah. On. And I'm, I'm looking at him, I'm listening, I'm just, but I'm talking to God in my head. I'm thinking, God, my goodness. <laughs> like, so you, so you want this, you know? I was like, okay. Anyway, so I'm listening to this guy and then like, yeah, just thank you. And you know, we parted. Immediately I called Joanna. I said, Joanna, this and this just happened. I've got to get baptized. Yeah. This was a Wednesday. And on that Sunday, she's like, oh, yeah, done, Sunday, you know. That Sunday I went to their house. Um, after work, you know, I, I, I couldn't go to church, but after work I went to their house and I got baptised in their bathtub. Wow. It was great. It was amazing. Wow. With their family all around, little, <laughs> little ones there. It was amazing. It was really great. And everything that that guy said he experienced is what I experienced. I was suddenly, I was able to focus. Yeah. You know, and suddenly purpose started to become clearer. Yeah, you know? Amen. It was incredible. It really was. Um, and it was just about like, I still didn't really understand baptism fully, but it was just like, all right, God, if clearly you want me to do this and I don't need to know why, but the fact that you've told me to do it, or you've made it very clear you want me to do it is reason enough for me to do it. So that's what I'm going to do. Wow. You know? So beautiful. I love it how he sends you someone in the gym. Um, I know. I love how God just... And I was so ready to reject the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, leave me alone. The Lord really chases after us. Yeah. He really does. Like, it makes me mm. think of Toby's, a bit of Toby's testimony. Mm. I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing yeah, a little bit of it. But the Lord wakes up Toby with rushing water. Audibly. He heard rushing water. Wow. Yeah. And there was no water in his house that was rushing. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I'll let you share it. So... Thanks for bringing that up. Um, oh, it's good because I get mm. to share it. 
But so what happened was um, I had a dream mm. that I was ministering in a church. I was like real, I, was, I wasn't baptised or anything like that. I was just like on fire. I was going to like two services mm. on a Sunday. I was just reading the word, watching yeah. YouTube videos because I was that riddled, riddled with anxiety and depression. The only time... I was almost like King Saul. The only time when I was like in like worship music or something to do with God, then I would find peace um, or that that mm. anxiety, that depression, that irritability that I found would just weaken, mm. would get very, very soft and it just bring me some peace. Mm. And so um, I'm, this is the long way to tell this story. But, always, always the long way but, of <laughs> We love it. Give us the trailer. Okay, okay. I'll land land the plane. I'm going to land the plane. I'm in bed. I'm I'm having a dream. I'm ministering at a church. I'm someone who's been appointed um, in charge or at an authority level. Mm. And I'm lining people up. But I I wasn't the pastor. I was maybe someone who... Um, like in the prayer team or something. In the prayer team, in the ministry team, right? And I was I lined up people for an altar call mm. and I just hear like that and I come out of this dream and I, and, and I, my heart was thumping, mm. just boom, 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 boom. And I was like, rushing water, rushing water, rushing water. What's this rushing water, you know? So I just... I just closed my eyes, took a deep breath, went back to sleep. I have another dream. I don't know how long. I have another dream. This time I'm in the same church. Someone is on their knees. I've got my hand on their head and I'm praying for this person. Again, I get woken up out of this dream to an audible sound of rushing water. Wow. And no, a pipe didn't go off. Um, you know, I lived in I, I lived in this apartment uh, block, so no one ever woke me up um, to rushing water for a shower. It was like two and one in the morning. Um, it was just it was divine, mm. right? It was it was all God, right? And then the next week, and I was, I was talking to a couple of people, and then and I'm like rushing water, and my friend said to me, he wants you to get baptized. He wanted me to get baptised at Planashay because then I said, well, I wanted to ask him how they do it. And they do, they put you on a big screen. Everyone worships. Mm. You get baptised in the middle of the worship set. I was like, whoa, it's a bit too Hollywood for me. <laughs> you know, it was just like too, too Hollywood. I mean, like. Flashing lights. Well, I mean, everyone sees you, you know. And not that I was embarrassed to get baptised. I was a bit like, Ugh. He was mm. reserved then. Reserved, yeah. you know? He was like, don't sign me up to a life group. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. go to any retreats. I just want to come and go. He was that type yeah. of um, believer at believer, that stage. Believer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then then the Lord gave me a scripture. I just I went to bed one night and it was um, Matthew 3, 16 or 3, 17. And it just kept echoing in my head. Matthew 3, 16. Matthew 3, 16 or 17, you know, I can't remember. Mm. But I opened up the Bible and it's Jesus coming out of the water or the dove coming on top of him, you know. When John um, baptised. It was, it was about Jesus' mm. baptism, you know, and I was like, all right, Lord, 
I get it. You know? <laughs> you, you, want me to get, you, you want me to get baptised, you know? And so, yeah. And then someone asked me and they said, I'll baptise you. And I said, okay. And they opened the church in COVID and I got baptised, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, wow. that, that's my baptism story. That's beautiful. But the you Lord know? really chases us, doesn't he? Yeah. It shows the value of baptism as well. Absolutely, like, there's yeah. There's something in it oh. that washes, you know. He, he wants it, even mm. if you don't get it. You know, it's yeah, like, I, he, he just wants you to have it. Mm. And then the Holy Spirit will, will reveal to you why he wanted you to get baptised. Did you find that after you got baptised and you were reading God's word, the Holy Spirit was just speaking to you more clearly? Mm. Definitely. Did you have clarity, yeah. Oh, so much more clarity. It yeah. was like... It was like I decreased a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and I like a, like parts of me were just washed off a bit. Like I really was able to focus. Yeah. And like before that, it was like I was so much more distracted. There's like the world was just in my face, mm-hmm. you know. But once I got baptized, it was like you just like like a like a windshield wiper just mm-hmm. wiped it off, you know, and it just it just became clear, you know. And it was from that point. That purpose, like it was, he just sent me straight into like writing started to be more prevalent. It was just, it was awesome. Wow, mm. that's so good. That's so good. Um, Sorry, you said that, and <clears throat> the Lord was speaking to me earlier today, and he he kind of showed me like a window with like fog, and like a wiping. And I feel like you said that, and I feel like it's connected, like a wiping of the window so that way you can see through the window more clearly. Mm. And I believe that the more we um, surrender to God, it's like this sanctification process and he's wiping that window so that way we can reflect Christ Mm. through our lives. Amen. And when you said that, I just felt the Holy Spirit be like, yes, Mm. like the wipers in a car, you know, wiping Mm. off your flesh so that way you can reflect Christ through the Holy Spirit in us. Mm. So I really felt that kind of drop into my spirit then. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's a purification. Yeah. It is. And it's continuous. It doesn't end. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes you think like, oh, yeah, I'm baptised. Yay. But it's like, no, the attacks still yeah. come. <laughs> or maybe they, they come, come harder. harder. <laughs> that's right. But you've got a, a big God yeah, <laughs> on amen. your side. Amen. Um, and being Christian's not boring. It's like one of the most exciting, mm. it's definitely been the most exciting experiences I've ever had mm. has been Absolutely. walking with Christ. Amen. We see so many signs, wonders, miracles, and it just things that you wouldn't, I don't know, I don't want to say wouldn't happen to you if you didn't believe. Maybe they do happen, but you don't acknowledge that it's God. Mm. You don't acknowledge that it's supernatural, you mm. know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you're a you're a singer unto the Lord. Amen. Did that happen after baptism, or you always? Because I, you hear these. <laughs> God no, gave no, you, you a do, voice. <laughs> you do hear these. You know, you hear these stories. I've got a friend who um, he got baptized. He picked up a guitar, and all of a sudden, mm. he just was anointed. He just. Yeah. Honestly, I couldn't sing before. Really. Really, man. I just felt led to ask you this question. I I remember, in, I think it was year eight. Yeah. I um, it was like the first or second semester. I wanted to do singing lessons. I don't know what it was, but I used to I used to see my I used to see myself just on stage. Yeah. I used to just see it, yeah. And I, I just thought it was me. I thought it was like oh, you know, like you listen to music and you're like, 
imagine that you're in the music video, you know, and you try to make yourself depressed. Like the Toby's like, got so much excitement in his eyes because that's what he wants. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, God didn't bless me. Hey, in Jesus' name. He didn't bless me. Yes. Maybe he will. Yeah. Some... <laughs> he, 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 we'll knew he knew it would go to my head. He knew it would go to my head. I'd rather him not be prideful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, and so I would sign up to these singing lessons in school. And I go to this first lesson and this woman gets me to start singing Christina Aguilera. I haven't, I haven't sung a song in my life. And she wants the, the first one she wants me to sing, it, you know, Christina yeah, Aguilera, yeah, her yeah. voice. Her voice is Oh incredible. my goodness. And so in my head, I'm like, I can't sing at all. It crushed all my dreams. It really did. I think it was, it was like, you know, things like you are beautiful. Oh, that yeah. one? You are beautiful. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah come on, it. join the worship team. <laughs> no, yeah, it was that one. And it was so like, Dude, I was like, I can't sing, you know, but I, I really couldn't. Like it was, I, I didn't have the rhythm. I didn't have, you know, mm-hmm. but it's funny because the way that I got on the worship team, the way that that happened was like from that point, I didn't sing, but I, I kept seeing myself being on stage with the mic singing, you know, and I was like, oh, wow. yeah. And okay. I was like, maybe I just, you know, maybe it's just a wishful thinking, you know, <laughs> dream that won't come true. Um, but I just kept, I, I started to worship on my own. You know, I was, I'm at this point where all I listen to is worship music, mm. you know, and so I'm just singing in the car and I'm singing at home and all, I, all I'm singing is worship. And, and it's funny because when I try to sing outside of worship, it doesn't sound that good. <laughs> It's like, guys, like, I'm only going to let you sound good as long as it's for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't get smart, you know. And um, so I, I, just, I started singing. I'm thinking to myself, oh, like, uh, like I'm improving a bit. Were you like, oh, this like, sounds really good. I'm going to record I myself. started recording yeah, a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. And I remember, like, a couple of clips. I even put it up on Instagram. And there was one I actually did. It was after I met Joanna, you know, and we'd exchanged Instagrams and that. And I put up um, a video of me singing. And then she's like, I didn't know you could sing. And, you know, and she wanted me to send send it to her so she could show Pierre. And for some reason, this, um, I would still believe this was an attack. It would not send, this every, every <laughs> single thing else, every other file I tried to send her would send immediately. But this one video would not work. Right. Would not work. I was like, I, I'm like, she's going to think I'm lying that like, it's not working. Like, I had this, I'm like, she's going to think I'm lying. Yeah. Just <laughs> screenshot the not yeah, working. Yeah, not delivered. Just, and, that, and that'll work. Yeah, and that'll work. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But then, and that was like very early on when we had, when we first met, like a year or like something later, a bit more um, of me coming to church and that, they were doing a team's night. Yeah. And I just kept feeling this pull to the worship team. It was just, even before that, it was just like, just worship, 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 you know? And I couldn't deny it. And I didn't want to, because I was like, I can't sing. <laughs> like, you can't have, like, all right, I'll sing in the, in the, in the audience, but I can't be there with a the microphone, mm. you know? Like, what are you doing? Um, but she even said it. She thought I was, like, called there. And I really felt it. I even, like, because we had this thing where every team kind of split off and you could go to each team to ask questions mm-hmm. this and that and all the leaders went off and it was just tunnel vision to worship I went straight there. it was just tunnel vision I couldn't go anywhere else God he, um, he just wanted me that I could just feel the Holy Spirit pull yeah. and I just went and it was so cool the way that like God he fulfilled those those visions I guess I had of myself on stage but he did it in a way that glorifies him 
yeah. in a way I didn't expect, you know, because he'll show you things like when you're still kind of in the world and like to have him fulfill it, to bring glory to him mm-hmm. is just so cool. Even with my writing and the way that he did, like, I, obviously I didn't know Jesus when I had like the desire to write, but the way he just flipped it and it's like, now I only want to do it for him. Yeah. yeah you wow. know, it's so cool the way he just, it, it ends up glorifying him, but that's the only way it's satisfying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was so cool the way that that happened. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. And I guess it's such a miracle to not be able to sing and then the Lord just gifts you with with a voice to sing. Praise God. That That's a miracle. That look, I, <laughs> I love to worship. I love yeah. worshiping. And I'll never forget, like, I would just sing all the time. Like, you know, when I was single, I'd wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and sing and wake up all my neighbours and I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going to sing for the Lord all the time. Um, I'd go to Bible college and I'd be singing nonstop and I could see everyone was kind of like, oh, be quiet, Susan. But they're not going to tell me to stop worshipping. <laughs> yeah. So I got, a, I got away with it. And then we had a Bible college retreat. I think I was year one or year two, no, year one Bible college student. And one of the sessions finished and I just felt from the Lord <laughs> to sing what a beautiful name, like randomly. Just yeah. get up, everyone sitting down, just get up in the middle of a retreat <laughs> and start singing. That is amazing. But I'm like, okay, fine, Lord. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. I'm at a Bible college retreat, right? They'll either yeah. all walk away and be like, okay, we'll just let her be with the Lord or they'll join in. Like, yeah. So the only two, yeah. they can't stop me. So I got up and I was singing and I sounded amazing. Wow. Can I tell you? I sound, I sound so good. And people were coming up to me and be like, Susan, I didn't know you could sing. And I was like, me neither. And I kept trying. I never got it back. Wow. It's like, it's like the Holy Spirit came upon me that's and like sung through me. That's, and that's incredible. what you want. That's what it you want. It was incredible. That's what I pray every time before we start. It's like the Holy Spirit's upon you, you. Yeah. but he hasn't left. Like he's, he's staying upon you because you've got a task. <laughs> well, he's inside Praise of you, God. but I yeah. mean like he's yeah. upon you for this task yeah. to, to sing. Praise God. That's, that's literally what we pray right before. Like I, 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 it's always let me decrease so that you can increase. It's always yeah. don't let it be my voice that's heard. Let it be your voice that's heard. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't let it be Steve's hands that play the guitar. Let it be your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You know, Amen. That's you so only good. want it to be him. Because, yeah, we're leading the worship, but it's to bring him. It's to not like, like not to bring him like we need to like, all right, come on in. It's like just rest on us, you know. Mm. Yeah, mm. decrease ourselves as much as possible so that he can be amplified as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's all we want. Yeah, amen. You know? Amen. So if you, if you could tell the listeners and the viewers one thing, mm. what would you tell them? Let's say they're searching for Jesus or... Um, they're just curious about God in general and they're on that journey that you were on, mm. what would you tell the listeners? I would say lean into the areas that you're getting attacked the most. Wow. And I would say where you're the most scared and where you think is the least place you're supposed to be is exactly where you're supposed to be, mm. you know? And just lean on Jesus, just completely lean on him. Like don't even try it to make sense because you'll try to justify all these things. That's I. That's what I had a problem with. Where I kept, I kept trying to work it out myself. You know, and I'd have questions, and I'm like, I'm like, I need the answer. I need to know because I cannot keep going unless I have the answer. This has to make reasonable sense to me. Yeah, but you kind of have to get to the point where faith just has to take over. Mm. You have to be at a point where you're okay with not knowing. Yeah. You know, uh, otherwise, can you really say that you trust God? Can you really say that you're 
fine with him taking the, the lead and, and, and guiding you because if you're trying to like know everything, you're still trying to hold on mm, to control. It's that surrender. Yeah, you're actually not fully surrendering at that yeah. point. You know, so just keep seeking and lean on him and just trust, like, even, you know what, even without all that, actually spend time with him. Without spending time with him, you're not going to know his character. And if you don't know his character, you're not going to know that he's honest. You're not going to know that he's reliable. Mm. So when he says all these promises in his word, they're not going to mean anything to you if you don't know his character. When you know his character, that's when you actually can rest in his promises because you know... I know he's he's gonna do this. I know he's honest. I know I can actually believe you know it. him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's all. That's good. That's so good. I think your testimony is amazing. And what I love, one point is that there's so many Christians out there that have been um, hurt by a church. Um, when I say a church, I mean um, people in a church. And um, I just think that. They don't know how to get back to a church or they don't think it's important or they believe that it's okay, it's just me and Jesus. And it's just it just goes to show that what's happening in their life is just, it's hindering their growth, mm. you know. And I hope this encourages someone. I hope this encourages someone exactly what you said and your, mm. your testimony, you know, that if, if they, they're struggling or they're, they're pushing back to go into it, to find a church, you know, just ask God for the right church. Yeah. He'll send the right people. Mm, he knows right. you better than anyone else. Mm. He, for crying out loud, I mean, he knows that the hair on your head is numbered. Mm. 783, 784, <laughs> you know. And, and so, you know, he knows Amen. which church mm. to bring you to, mm. which shepherd, mm. you know, to mm. guide you, mm. you know. <clears throat> but thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. You've been a blessing. Um, and and we're 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 um, we're excited to uh, to hear about your second book to be yes. released. Yes. Um, do you want to just tell the viewers if anyone's interested in buying your book, where to buy it from, and um, yeah. if there's a website or a link or where they can get it? So all the links are on my Instagram. It's yep. in my website. The link to Amazon. I'm currently selling on Amazon. I'm looking to move to set, to sell it on my website. Um, but that's a whole process with inventory and all that stuff. But yeah, at the moment, it's all on Instagram. It's, what is my Instagram? Uh, FC Villani, author. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, that's the same as the website as well. So yeah. that's all on there. And the book? Is on there as well. Like the links. Uh, is on the Instagram. Yeah. Like yeah. in the bio, the one link and it leads yeah. to everything else. Yeah. But um, we'll and it's also it on the website. We'll chuck yeah. it into the, um, mm-hmm. yeah, to we'll the, chuck it in. Awesome. the YouTube. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. That's it for today. If you like our content, please click like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now.